0: Greet guests. Online friends, thank you for tuning in. We are thrilled for you to join us virtually for our Echo online service. This week, we have a special treat as we continue our summer playlist series. We are hearing from, insert name, so I'm hoping to get that at some point. Maybe now? No, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. And we get to go on a bit of an adventure. (laughs) So we hear them share a song, a story, and scripture that's meaningful to them. So, I mean, it's a great it's a great story. Whoever this is does an awesome job.
1: For those of you who have made a commitment to Christ and want to dive in and be water baptized, your chance is coming up on August 28th mm-hmm. in our Flood Sunday Baptism. In an actual river? No! No, for real. Okay. And the info session to
0: learn more is over lunch August 22nd.
1: Email hey
0: at wearetheecho.church to learn more. If you've spent any time at Echo in the past, And I have. or present, you know we are all about pouring into our community and bringing life and restoration and hope to our hometown. How can you be a part of this? You might ask. How can I be a part of this? Uh, uh, yeah, you ask. Well, we have a back to school outreach coming up this very month where we are partnering with the Boys and Girls Club and Riverside Elementary to Mm. provide backpacks and school supplies to kids in need. You can sponsor one kid for $25 and make a huge difference in helping that kid get ready and prepared for school. August 15th is the deadline. So to give, you either click the generous tab. Online. Online. Or, well, I mean, you're already online. You're probably not going to fill out the generous line. Yet. If you are in person, you could fill that out. on. 30, no, just a tap. Just do the tap. You're, you're online. online forget what I just cap. said. Last thing. You know how we roll at Echo. Okay.
1: We are all about radical generosity. If you're looking to give today to step out in generosity, in faith, and with open hands, you can, you can do so in a few ways. You can text any amount to 84321 or visit our website.
2: song we hear about unfailing love, exchanging chaos for order. And uh, in Acts, uh, it says, get
1: up and stand on your feet. For this purpose, I have appeared to you to appoint you. And here we are, right, appointed to transform from ashes to beauty, from chaos to order. And so Isaiah says, arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And that's just, we have this
2: exchange we can make. We don't just make it here on Sunday mornings. We make it every day of our lives when we choose to take our brokenness and allow God to turn it into beauty. So let's rise up and accept that grace.
3: to find
4: We thank you, Father, this morning for your presence. Lord, thank you for rising us up out of what we came out of, Lord Jesus. But Father, not not only that you did that for us, but you did that yourself, so you know exactly where we've been. This morning, let's just uh, lift up this old song in remembrance of his amazing grace. Father, thank you so much. Father, when we were blind, you made us see. When we were lost, Lord, you found me. We are so thankful for that, Jesus. That we know that it's not something that we've earned, but it was a free gift from you, Jesus. You earned it, Father. My heart's just burdened this morning for anybody in here that might not know that grace, that love of the Father. Lord, I just pray for those people, if they're not here, anybody tuning in online or somebody that we know. Lord, I just pray that your Spirit would touch them this morning, that they would know your goodness. Father, I just pray for the person in here that's known you their whole life. So that they would experience your mercy is new every day and your grace is here this morning. Father, we thank you for your amazing grace and we pray this in Jesus name.
5: series we call Summer Playlist, and we're kind of right smack dab in the middle, and we thought we'd just kind of switch everything up and say, hey, you know, what? let's go ahead and do Playlist Live this week. Come on, Nick. Someone celebrate it. I know, you've, I know you've missed us on stage, and uh, we're just excited about what the Lord is going to uh, speak uh, through Christy today and her playlist. Come on. Come on. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's fun. Last year... When we were doing summer playlist, Andy had asked our whole staff to pick a song in case we used one of ours. And my song last year was "We Rise," the second song the band played today. So that was fun coincidence that the band selected that song today, because that was seriously my jam of 2020. Isn't that a good song? The lyrics, I love it so pure. Um, but this year, my song is a favorite of ours. It's been one of my favorite songs for almost 10 years now, and for many reasons. And it's a song by the Lumineers. You guys know the Lumineers? And it's called Ho Hey. Can you say that? Ho Hey? Ho! Hey! Yes, it's good. It's good. But it's been a fun song. Our family had a boat for many years, and we're still missing it. We're still getting over that we don't have one. We'll get one again. But that was on our playlist for the cast, daily boat cruises, and then our family road trips. I have a vivid memory being up by Brainerd going for ice cream with our girls with the sun, the sun going down, golden hour is my favorite time of day, and us jamming to that song and all of us screaming, I belong to you, you belong to me. You're my sweetheart. I will not sing it right now, but Andy should sing it to me. That's what I would like.
5: Hey, uh, I know some of you are like disappointed because we're not on an adventure right now. Because how many of you have enjoyed this summer playlist and the GoPro messages, you know what I'm saying? And so I know some of you are sitting there slightly, you know, disappointed that I didn't take Christy on an adventure. Come on, anybody want to? I agree to that. Like, y'all like it when I film Christy no, doing we something. No, need,
2: we need to change that. See, Andy thinks it's him taking everyone on an adventure. But this week, it was my turn to take him on an adventure. Should we, should we see what we did?
5: They don't want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do.
2: It's really I'll exciting. It.
5: Anyway, it's not a long video, but it is a video of Christy making me do something that I'm not really familiar About with. About time. So- Anyway, go ahead and press play. Where are we going, babe? There's a car. I don't want to get you hit.
2: Out of control. I took it out of park, preparing to move. I decided that I'm going to take full advantage of it being my week for summer playlist because. We have a theme here at Echo Church and the theme is make fun of Christy Cass every chance we can get. When Andy Cass is writing messages, creating content, let's go hit, let's go hit some balls. Let's go mountain biking. What else have you made me do?
5: I've never filmed you mountain biking. But you've made me mountain bike. Oh, okay.
2: So today, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're going to do something that I adore.
5: First world problems, And just to folks. back it up,
2: I've been with Andy. How many years have I been with you now? 19. And he has never done this activity with me. We always want to teach our kids that we're willing to experience life and live life to the, what do you say? Fullest. The half. The fullest. Yeah. The fullest. So Andy's going to live a full life this morning. He has his happy yellow shirt on to prove it. Andy, how do you feel?
5: Can't wait. Christy's theory about how bad she has it um, with going on adventures with me is a little off. And plus, today's Christy's playlist. So Christy's Christy's supposed to go on an, an adventure with me.
2: Oh my! This, but, look at this car.
5: What is? Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> speed limit thirty. Yes. I'm already living on the edge. Going 36. Seriously, 36.
5: Seriously, Scott. Residential. Chill. slow down, man.
2: <laughs> but today is wait. all about you experiencing the goodness. Today
5: is all about Christy.
2: It is, and you should take care of me. Oh please,
5: uh, Christy. Talk about bad driving! Oh my gosh! Here we are. I just asked Christy, how long is this going to take?
2: And I said an hour. And what did you say?
5: Really? I got to sit there for an hour?
2: Show where we are.
5: What a waste of time.
2: Oh my word, I can't with you.
5: We're going to the thirsty Belgian. Trademark uniforms? Here We're here right. at
2: Gloss Nails, and it's about time Andy gets his first pedicure at the age of 42 because his feet are nasty. <laughs> so dumb. Good.
4: Oh, man. We
5: like. I don't know. He's
2: live. Yeah, he's live. He's GoPro. This is his first pedicure, you guys. I
5: thought you said you like. You I was live. like. I was like, no, I don't like. <laughs> oh, Andy. First, do I get to.
2: No. Don't be a weirdo.
5: Well, if I'm gonna do this, I gotta do this. Sure, you
2: pick a color then, go for it.
5: She wants brown. No, I yeah, don't. Brown. I don't think so. Oh, hi,
2: T. Are you doing
5: my nails today?
2: No, she's doing mine.
6: Hey,
5: Michelle is doing it. Yeah, Michelle.
2: Oh, Michelle. I like Michelle. <laughs> such
5: a fool. Okay, we find the brown.
2: No, I'm doing 649. I was thinking. Orange creamsicle. No, I'm matching my fingernails.
5: No. Excuse me. Wait, are there any unicorns she could you're get? you so
2: ridiculous. Actually, yes.
5: Awesome. Unicorns? A unicorn? Yes, you're getting a unicorn.
2: Get in, babe. We'll hike your feet up. Climb in. Yeah, give me the camera. Do
5: I keep my shoes on?
2: No, oh my gosh. Come here. Hike your pants up.
5: I think I just want to keep them like this.
2: Would you stop?
5: Oh, yeah. Pretty tough life here. Not too late to start, you say. gonna be the geriatric Ooh. old man coming in. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a massage.
2: Yeah.
5: She's putting gloves on her hands,
2: yeah.
5: which is beginning to make me nervous. Do you have monthly memberships?
2: We should. We should.
5: Can I become a subscriber? Okay. I might. I might just come back for the chair. I told you. Oh. Christy wanted to take me on it for a pedicure. I don't think it's for me.
2: It's for us. Yeah. Annie, can you just enjoy it and try something I am. Different? I'm enjoying Michelle's it. Michelle's working very hard to Michelle, take care of you right she's now. She's doing a
5: good job. Best, yeah, time. best time.
2: Best time.
5: Best time. You too. Well, we did it. My spirit is flying, and my feet are so light. Light is a feather. Light is a feather.
2: Would you ever do it again? Just for you. Thanks. Just for you.
5: Thanks, Christy. This, is, this just ensures that we're gonna go hunting together one day. Yep. Where's my phone? That's what's going to happen, Christine. You're going to go hunting with me. You don't even hunt. I know, but we're going to go do it. (laughs) Uh, But no, babe, I love you.
2: Thanks, Sandy. And I would go
5: back there just for you in like 10 years.
2: Thank you. That is now 10 years. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think a couple, how many men in this room have had a pedicure? Raise your hands. Be proud. Four. Good job, men. We tipped Michelle well.
5: Oh, Anyway, hey, Christy, we are uh, doing summer playlist and we're focusing on, on really having a conversation um, about a song, scripture, and story. And so you already kind of alluded to the song and that's Hey" from the Lumineers. And so will you kind of help me uh, and us understand why you picked that song and why that's significant to you at this very moment?
2: Yeah, so besides the fact that it's one of my favorite family songs and it's catchy and it stays in my head for many days at a time, I honestly like, there's some lines in there that really stand out to me and I'll read them to you, but it's, I belong to you, you belong to me, love, we need it now. And then there's a phrase that he uses a lot, the writer of the song, and it says, because we're bleeding out. And for me, when I hear this song, I think about the sense of belonging and I think if we're all, sitting here and we're thinking about our lives, we all want to belong somewhere, right? And so for me, it's more about the intentional living and that I want to create a life every single day where I am choosing to show people that they belong and that they are loved. And especially with our kids, I've been in, honestly, I feel like I've been in a season where it's been quite a wake-up call for me, where God's been waking me up metaphorically not necessarily in the night cuz i like to sleep but but for real like the aspect of where am i going and how am i living my life and are, how am i training my kids to love people to show up for people i'm turning 40 next week lord have mercy come on,
5: come on. going over the hill 40
2: 40 it's good times over the hill and I've been thinking a lot about what 40 represents and just entering a new decade, but when I think back on my life when I was 30, 10 years ago, we had one daughter who was Zion, our oldest daughter, was one years old. I was opening my salon, life was very different. We were in youth ministry and now it's been a decade. And so I've just naturally, because I'm futuristic, I think ahead to in 10 years when I'm 50, where am I gonna be? And our girls are at such pivotal ages. Our youngest will be in kindergarten in a year. Our oldest daughter is entering middle school, so that's a whole new era for us with her just entering teenage years and things. And then our middle daughter is in fourth grade. And so for me, it's more of like, who are these girls right now? And yes, they love Jesus. They have these pure, beautiful hearts. But am I investing in them in a way by being intentional of who are they going to be in 10 years? Because in 10 years, I'll only have one daughter at home. Two of them will be grown, which is just crazy. And some of you are sitting in this room, you're like, yep, we're empty nesters. And we've been through that season. And people tell you it goes so fast. But I just want to be a person who lives intentionally every single day. And so for me, it's more of that bleeding out concept. Andy and I have been just dialoguing on that. And I think a lot of times naturally, you know, even with Echo, our phrase all about the rescue, the rescue, restore, repeat is one of our main mission statements that we use. And I think a lot of times like rescuing, we think it's an emergency. And so it's more of like go and help this person. They're in need. They're going through a crisis. But I've been really convicted lately of am I treating my family and those around me as if they were bleeding out. So am I being futuristic by forward thinking and investing in them now, training my kids to actually live for God? Yes, we drag them to echo all the time. They're around people, they're serving the community, they're just naturally in observant years, observing how mom and dad live. And I'm not the most, I'm not proud of myself and how I live all the time, right? I'm human, I make errors. This morning I was super frustrated with my kids Driving here, going. I'm getting a nanny every Sunday morning just for my mental health. Like it's just a lot, right? And so, amen, Sam. Any
5: volunteers? Any volunteers? Any volunteers
2: to come to the castles for two hours every Sunday? I'm serious. Talk to me after
5: over every Saturday I'm serious. night.
2: And so, but with that, like, I want to instill a value system where my kids understand what it looks like to be a follower of Christ and not just check the boxes that they're doing these certain things. Because I know for me, I can easily do that. And so for me, this song is a wake-up call to how I want to live, how I want to love. Um, And honestly, I also have been on a journey, and if you talk to me at all in the past year, I just feel like life can be, when I think of my life, a lot of times I think of words that I'm not necessarily proud of, but I think of frantic, I think of chaotic, I think of stressed out, overwhelmed, anyone here, just me. And so, but I want a life where I am being intentional and it's not eliminating all the things that are important, but it's coming up with like a structure and a focus where we are honestly living it out in all aspects of our life and being human. So choosing forgiveness, choosing grace, choosing to show up like, and I just think there's scripture upon scripture that shows us what it looks like to have a house that serves God every single day.
5: Yeah, I I think when you're talking about this bleeding out concept, which, you know, in lyrically it's involved in this song, um, you know, we're all, and you can talk about your age turning 40, it's a significant year. And I think so often uh, what happens, it's so easy to go through life and not really be intentional, uh, and in fact, can we just take a moment of confession? Have you ever gone through like a week or a month or a year, maybe a decade, and you look back at life and you go, what did I actually accomplish? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy To do that. It's so easy as we've mentioned this in the past. It's so easy to drift. It's so easy just to kind of take the easy route. And I guess what I'm hearing from you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is is you don't want the next 10 years or, you know, to kind of get to this place 10 years and look back and go, man, I was not as intentional as I should have been and also like you want to be intentional on in how you're using the blood flow within those veins of yours to live a life that is meaningful and that it's making a difference to the people that matter most to you. Yeah. You know, and obviously there are people here and a lot of people here that just don't have, they don't have kids. Yeah. But I, I think this is a pertinent message to go, hey, you know what? Uh, God is calling us to live intentionally, yeah. to not just like coast through life, but to really truly be intentional to be um, uh, the best representation of what God has desired in and through us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had written down, we, I wanna show my kids or show the people around me belong, the sense of belonging by the way I choose to bleed, by the way I live with my passions and giving forth effort in my intentions. That's what blood is to me. And I just think all of us have something to offer and all of us want and I think of me having those moments where I have felt like I belong, where people have welcomed me in. You know, I think back to when I was in eighth grade and I moved to a new school and I knew nobody sitting alone in a cafeteria. I reference that all the time. I sat alone for an entire quarter and was not, did not make friends because I was the new girl and people would just blatantly say you're new and that's why I didn't like you at first, which is just awesome middle school years. <laughs> But that, that season of not feeling like I belonged and being this outsider shaped me to who I am now. I have completely changed my life because I have always wanted to make people feel like they belong and notice the outsider, notice someone standing alone. Whether I was waitressing, whether I've been a barista or doing hair here on a Sunday at Echo, noticing someone in a store and teaching that and instilling that in my kid's life. So it's like God uses our story and God uses us and so I just think it's being intentional and being focused every single day.
5: Absolutely. So the Lumineers, has anybody ever heard this song before? Uh, many of you probably have not potentially, uh, but what I like about the Lumineers and there was a season in my life, and yes, we have those memories where we're driving around and screaming ho hey and, and uh, you know, surfing behind a boat, you know, just having all those grand things. But also during that season, I was doing a lot of running and I remember one of my favorite bands to run to was the Lumineers. It was just, very, they're very, very rhythmic, as you'll notice here as the band is about to play uh, the song for you and perform that for you live here. Uh, but one of the things that I think about living intentionally that, that illustrative wise is important is if you're gonna be an intentional person, doing what God has called you to do, then you've gotta find the rhythm of that intentionality. Like intentionality is directly related to the rhythms of your life. And I was just watching a, a, an IGTV uh, on Instagram, someone just saying the one thing that changed some like uh, 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 this pastor's life was, was creating a rhythm of seeking God first, yeah. the devotionally uh, approaching God daily and letting God do a work in him so then he could navigate throughout that day with intentionality. And so, so I guess what I'm saying is this, is when I'm listening to you and, and the reference and the story and the song, uh, from you is that I mean, God is calling us and he's trying to give us a wake-up call to live intentional, but within that intentionality, we're going to have to be rhythmic at it, right? We've got a plan. We've got to go ahead and make sure that that we hit that beat of making a difference often. Uh, was there another scripture or two that you had? Uh, I have a ton.
2: I'll read them all, okay? Just kidding. <laughs> I won't, but okay. Let me find them. So just things that we're jumping off, one that I love, you've probably heard it, but it's Proverbs 22, 6, and it says, start children off in the way they should go, even, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. And why I love that verse, it's super popular for families, but for me, it's being intentional, like I said, of looking at my kids now and training them to actually love God when they're adults, and trying to set, do everything I can to set them up for success by speaking it out and living alongside them and walking alongside them every single day. I love this scripture. It's Deuteronomy 6, 7, and it says, talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And when I hear that, I just think living for God is all-encompassing. So they're talking about, yes, sitting down, walking, lying down, getting up. It's start to finish every single day. It's opening your word. I cannot tell you how much my life has changed by physically opening my Bible every single day. And for years, I was a Christian, and I would just kind of hop around, or I just struggled with that daily rhythm of choosing to open the Word. And Andy's always nailed it, opening up the Word every morning with his French press and his little container of almonds because he is routine and it's his rhythm, but I want my kids to have that and they see that in me and it just flows out of us. If you're here and you're feeling weary or tired or overwhelmed or defeated or have anxiety, open the word. Like, yes, we have this amazing community that I am so proud of. I love this Echo community, but God wants us to physically live for him every single day. And it starts with you being a disciple of him and then discipling others. So... That's my, um, I love this. So just some things that I am choosing to focus on because Christy's a struggle bus. First Peter four, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. And I just think, Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. So am I serving my family? I always think of Home Alone, the burglars, they're grumbling. Am I making dinner, grumbling? Am I running errands, grumbling? Am I cleaning, grumbling? Am I serving, grumbling? But like God is wanting us to be hospitable. And it doesn't necessarily even mean open your physical home if you're like, yeah, that's not my jam, hospitality is not my gift. But are you being hospitable by opening a door for someone, by greeting them, by looking at someone's eyes? And I just want to love people by seeing them. Um, Another one is be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. That's Ephesians four, if you wanna look it up. And y'all, I can struggle with a lot of pride. Pride that I got it when I don't got it. And I just feel like God wants us to have a gentle spirit he wants us to have a tone where he hears and he is, he's speaking to us. And so, I mean, there's scripture upon scripture, but the Bible gives us the context in the way that we're supposed to live. And so I just have been in this season and I've been, I just read this book. Peter Lincioni. if you haven't heard of him, he's amazing. He writes tons of um, business fables, but the three big questions for a frantic family. And when I read this, like, I plowed through it this week. And the whole context, too, is looking at your your family, looking at the things that are the most important to you, and I tend to give my all with Echo, right? With this church, building this church the past two years, we created mission statements, core values, everything we do aligns in those things every single day, like the principles of this organization but I've been deeply convicted of treating my family and giving forth the same effort I give to Echo. So do we have a family mission statement? Do we have core values that our kids can recite? Even scripture, like there's a scripture hanging in our living room on being salt and light. and. Do our, Can our kids memorize that? Do they understand it? Is it bleeding out of them every single day because it's just the way we live? And so for me, I'm on this journey of really, we haven't created our mission statement. I've written some down, and Andy and I are working on it because we're brewing on it because I don't want to rush it, but I want to treat all aspects of my life and give my all and not just be successful with the church.
5: Good stuff, babe. Thanks, Andy. Um, when we were chatting about this a little bit last night, you were talking about um, where and how this song was written and yeah. how it was composed. And and uh, we'd love to hear that story. And then I also would like to inv- uh, invite the Echo Band to come up. How many are excited to hear it's them such perform a good song. that? Uh, but yeah. Christy, why don't you give the backstory of the song? So up?
2: I was just researching, honestly, because I was curious of like, what does this song mean? I'm the girl that loves looking that kind of stuff up and just understanding the backstory. The author wrote the song nine years ago, and he wrote it with the intention to have it be a wake-up call, to get grab people's attention. They performed it in Brooklyn, and when he was writing it, he was actually super aggravated, which is a lot of tension that was going on and a lot of division. And so he wrote it on just like, Y'all, we need to help each other. We need to help people feel loved and accepted and belong. And so it was very much rhythmic and the ho hey because he wanted that. He wanted it to be a loud song that caught people's attention. Never knowing that it would become one of the most popular songs that year. It hit number three on the billboards and became very popular. People still sing it. A lot of t- some TV shows picked it up and things like that. So I just thought that was interesting when I read that when I had already written. Honestly, all of my notes for my why of it feeling like it's a wake-up call for me. So, take it away.
3: I've been trying to do it right, I've been living a lonely life, I've been sleeping here instead, I've been sleeping in my bed, I've been sleeping in my bed.
5: So gifted. So gifted. So gifted. Thank you. Thank you. I was just, uh, you know, as I was just processing about living an intentional life and thinking about this song, I, I, I just really feel like today is just all about getting your attention. And uh, a day like this is a good day to get your attention because you might not need. It's, it's may, may, it may not be a drastic moment to get your attention, if that makes sense, right? There are moments in life where, where like, life's going to get your attention, that like God's going to grab a hold of your your attention. But I think, I was just thinking, it's like midsummer, right? And, uh, you know, soon in Minnesota, we're going to hit the fall and summer's going to be gone. Exactly. And I just, I, I guess, you know, in, in, a, in a very, like, significant way, I wonder if, like, we just need to be reminded to live life to the full today. And, because uh, I just don't want to get to the end of a decade. I don't want to get to the end of this summer. I don't want to get to the end of my life and go, man, I missed it. I don't want to live a life of of regrets and, and uh, you know what's unique about life is we just don't know. We don't know when the end is. We don't know what, what in our time, you know, when our time will arrive. And as we were preparing and discussing some of this, uh, and having this conversation really at home about what, what, what would, what song would Christie picked? Uh, in Isaiah 38, there's a story of a, a king and this is a king who, who did things, that were right in the sight of God. This isn't a bad king. This is a good king. He knew he was doing the right things. Uh, but at some point, Isaiah came to this king and, and Isaiah 38, he said this. He said, here's what the Lord says. Put your house in order because you're going to die and you will not live. <laughs> I mean, What a buzzkill, right? What a buzzkill. And that was really, I, I think, a moment where God was trying to get, this king's attention but the truth is this message is applicable to all of us and again, I just want to be uh, in, in midsummer, right? And not just about the summer and not just about your family, but just the way that you're living life. Are you honoring God? Are you worshiping God? Are you, are you pulling in? Are you pressing into God? Are you living into the purpose that God has for you? I mean, I, I just want to be a church that, that looks in the mirror from time to time and go, God, am I doing what you've called me to do? Am I being the person that you've called me to be, and what I find absolutely significant is this: is it says Hezekiah man, he got to his knees and he faced towards the wall and he pleaded with the Lord, and he he said, Lord, please, <laughs> please give me more time. And it said he wholeheartedly cried out to God, and what I find absolutely uh, fascinating is God answers his prayer, and he gives he gives God another. Chance He gives him, or he gives Hezekiah another chance. He gives him 15 more years. And, and I guess I'm just wondering if God would just give us 15 more. And after like the prophet comes to Hezekiah and says, no, God is gonna give you more time. God is going to bring healing. What I find uh, absolutely interesting was the way Hezekiah responded. And this is how, and if you read the rest of Isaiah 38, Uh, you'll find this is man, Hezekiah first gave God his attention and then he humbled, like like life just humbled Hezekiah and then there was healing that was brought to him and then Hezekiah responded in worship. And I'm just wondering if God can get our attention today once again, that really just for the next few minutes, uh, you know, with no agenda, just except just pressing into God, that God would just grab a hold of us That He began to grab a hold of our hearts. He'd be, uh, He would go ahead and grab a hold of our mind. That God would give us a fresh start. That God would give us inspiration and how we are to live intentionally, not only just for us, but our family and for God and the world at large. Amen. And I just think the best way to live intentionally is really to present our heart and our mind in a place of surrender to say, hey, God, I don't have this figured out, but you do. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to follow you because you have lived intentionally with a desire to save me and lead me and guide me into what you've called me to be. And so as we do every week, Echo, we're going to do it again. We're going to pray this prayer because we mean it. And I wanna invite those that have not prayed to prayer like this to pray this for the very first time, knowing that this could be a prayer that changes your life today. And so Echo Church, can we pray? And can we pray this not only for us, but for those who uh, are gonna pray this for the first time or the first time in a long while. Echo Church, will you, will you stand up and let's make this our prayer. And we're gonna take a moment and just see God uh, as the band leads us in a song. Let's pray. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. And Jesus, we come to you today, and we just ask that you would just do your work. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. In this room. We, we welcome you into the spaces, God, that we just haven't quite allowed you in today. We ask that you would just go ahead and renew us, that you would restore us, that, God, you would rescue us, that you would give us inspiration, God, to live that intentional life that you're calling us to live. In Jesus' name, and everybody said...
1: this moment Jesus God we just recognize in this place God that there is power in the surrender God that we acknowledge that you already won the victory for us on behalf of us God for this creation of earth so God we stand saying here am I God we give you the hidden places of our heart the public places of our heart God and we stand here and surrender it all. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. How awesome was that sermon today by Pastor Andy and Christy, amen? So good. I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is the concept of living out everyday life um, and just being so intentional and choosing to be present in the moment. I think for myself, I, I tend to dream, like Christy says, you know, I'm going to think about the future. I'm going to think about what tomorrow brings. But I think God's just calling us and drawing us back to in the moment. And I think so many of us can relate to that in this place. Um, and just be a people and a church of impact and, and meaningful and, and purpose. Amen. Um, on, on the way of announcements here, we're just going to talk about a few things with you guys. Giving, we want to thank you guys so much for your faithfulness in giving. We are a church that that wants to be in this community, that it wants to be present in more ways than one. And you guys being faithful has made that so possible. And um, we're just grateful and we acknowledge that you are giving and... Um, There's a few ways to do that on the way out. We have the giving bucket, and then we also have the online and text message option. Um, Can we go ahead and celebrate and honor a few people? If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or the first time in a very long time, we're going to give them a hand this morning. And we also are going to acknowledge our first-time guests. It's a big step to walk into a church, and we acknowledge you and honor you. So can we go ahead and welcome our first-time guests? We wanna thank you guys for joining us today at Echo Sunday. Have an awesome week and we'll see you guys next Sunday.